Hey guys, this is Geek Girl 1980 from the Pieces Alive Guild and also uh, the Escape Pod Castaways Network. You are listening to the Escape Podcast. This show is recorded in front of a live Twitch audience. And fun fact, there is a island in the South Pacific that actually accepts Star Wars coins as currency. Enjoy the show, y'all. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Podcast, with no Grand Arena and no Conquest, we're, well, we're not sure what to do with ourselves, really. Well, I mean, Neil, luckily Dash Rendar came to our aid. We will go over the insights and the kit. And then, Neil, uh, why don't you give us your evaluation of Crumb's facial expressions as he read off that laundry list that you had on who you thought it could be coming up in the next Marquise? I kind of, I felt his poker face dropped on a couple of occasions, so yeah. I'm looking forward to that. But one thing I'm not exactly looking forward to but we still have to do it in our incoming transmission it's one of the ones we don't like to see but we say goodbye to another beloved content creator who has brought us many years of wonderful content and joy and that person is dialar and we'll be here to talk about where he's going to be taking his twilight tactics next the latest episode of heli and the new and we'll try to make up for last week's Patreon choice omission due to time. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod I'm your host, Vinev, and as always, I'm joined by my Hetero Life partner and co-host, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well. I got uh, the dual threat uh, booster and flu shot. So to- <laughs> today I'm going to be possibly a little loopy, and I don't care. <laughs> uh, thank you, Llama, for the subscribe, and Crass, thank you for uh, for the follow we appreciate you guys. Welcome, welcome to the Escape Podcast. What about you, Neil? I mean, what was uh, how was your week? Um, <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, I had a pretty decent week. Um, it's nice and quiet because obviously there's there's no <clears throat> there's no GAC. It's the nice nice break week. You know, it's a breathing week, which is always nice. You know, with no one complaining about lack of content, of course, obviously. But uh, yeah, so no GAC. No conquest, which is really, really nice. Um, just kind of chilling out, um, re- you know, reviewing the video of me and Crumb from, uh, uh, you know, from from last week and going over it with a, a fine tooth comb and reading <laughs> things that aren't there, obviously. <laughs> we, um, will, 
<laughs> we'll definitely get into that in the uh, in the second half of the uh, of the duologue. But I mean, it it was kind of a downer to not have anything to do in the game. Well, I mean, I mean territory wars was on. Territory wars was on. TW was on. But. You got you. you st- I mean, there are still a bunch of other things to do that will fill your day. You know, there's still there was still a bunch of stuff that you know. You, you, you've still got your dailies. You've still got your arenas. You've still got territory wars. You've still got various different assault battles. Obviously, we had the um, the first <coughs> the first legends marquee um, this week as well. I mean, granted it's the end of the week because obviously that happened yesterday. Um, so that still doesn't account for, you know, the Monday and the Tuesday and the Wednesday. Um, I wish obviously three V three ended on Monday, didn't it? It did. I do wish though, that we would have known the next marquee. Well, no, because if you, if you remember, if you remember when we had Cremon, he said that they're, they're, they're you know, then they're, they're not all going to get announced straight away. It's going to be like, you know, they're going to announce them like maybe a week at a time or two weeks at a time. So we're not going to get the announcement for the next marquee, probably until Monday or Tuesday. And then they'll do the game update so that we can do that marquee, uh, you know, next Thursday. And then. Um, after the weekend, they'll announce the next one, either on Monday or Tuesday. Um, and so, you know, and it, they'll roll it like one week after another, after another, up to um, December the 15th. So it gives, you know, everybody time to settle and play. It gives the Krakens and the Whales time to, uh, you know, get their uh, checkbook and pens out and, <laughs> and and do the necessary spending in order to uh, relic five, all those characters. And then boom, December 15th. Here we go. I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get an announcement next week with Beskar Thanksgiving. Um, but the 22nd, if we get one every Monday, now we'll get one on the 22nd. We'll get one on the 29th and we'll get one on the sixth because Wallet Killer, I mean Star Killer, comes out on the fifteenth. Yeah, it comes out on the fifteenth. Yeah. So i I would have thought we would have gotten them this week, Monday, Tuesday, you know, and have the week when on the on the week of the sixth they would release Star Killer's kit and everybody would go after them. Uh, I mean, they might uh, they might drop. <coughs> um, when they announce the next marquee after the weekend, they might very well, um, you know, announce what is going to be in Starkiller's kit. Um, I, I think that, uh, I, I mean, it depends on, on how confident they are in Starkiller's kit um, and what Starkiller's capabilities are going to be, depending on the faction that they're aiming him at. Because obviously they had... That, that, you know, that they got Dash Rendar with um, light-sized scoundrels and prepared scoundrels. Um, and I've only seen him work really well with prepared scoundrels. Right. Um, That's what I'm seeing too. Yeah. And, you know, and we know that because we know the kit. Now, we don't know specifically what faction or, or even what era 
star killer we're going to get i mean it might be at the beginning it might be at the beginning of the star killer era it might be towards the end we don't know if we're getting the single blade star killer or the jewel i mean so i'm thinking um, because it's the red outline because star killer in the preview has the red outline i think mm-hmm. we're getting force unleashed ones star killer right when he's fully on the dark side mm-hmm. okay so, um, but but like I said, we, we, we don't know what um, factions he's going to work with. And it, it could just be that, you know, um, maybe the, uh, the test group that they've got are still testing him with the current factions. Because if you remember, originally, um, Dash wasn't going to be a scoundrel and he wasn't going to have the scoundrel tag. And they added that at the last minute. They did. That is very true. So it could be that the, uh, you know, it could just be that he has at the moment, maybe he's got multiple tags and the testers are testing Starkiller in multiple factions to see which ones he works better with um, and which ones he doesn't really work with. And then the testers will give the feedback to CG and say, yeah, it, it, it doesn't really, it, it, he doesn't really work with the, uh, uh, with the empire tag. Um, but he works well with the, um, uh, but he works well with the Sith tag, you know? Yeah. So, but he's gotta be, he really has, if, if they kind of incorporate everything, he honestly should be an unaligned force user. So he's probably going to, he's probably the linchpin for Lord Vader kits that are going to finally bring Lord Vader to the, to the level that you need for him to dominate over all of these general Kenobi teams. Well, I mean, he, he already, I mean, Lord, the thing is Lord Vader already dominates. He beats everything. He already, but he's also beaten. Yes, he is beaten by Kenobi. Yeah. But yeah, but that, that's an AI thing. That's not a, team strength thing that's just the ai that's not i mean if if it was a live arena do you think the lord vaders would be getting beat or do you think that they would be getting timed out because i i kind of think that they would be getting timed out if a jmk in a live battle was fighting someone who was using lord vader in a live match and both parties were controlling the teams and the AI wasn't in control of anything. I do genuinely believe that the Lord Vader, you know, the Lord Vader would probably be out the JM, uh, the, um, the JMK. Silly. Now this game doesn't have live PVP. Yeah, I know it doesn't have live. I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting forward the argument that the reason why Lord Vader is beaten, um, uh, more comprehensively and faster by JMK rather than just a straight JMK mirror match is because of the AI. That's that's the only reason why. Well, well, we're we're talking about Star Killer, but yeah. the big thing that happened this week was the release of both the kit and of the actual uh, unit dash Rendar mm-hmm. into the game. Let's take a look. At his uh, at his kit, um, of course, he's light side. He's considered a support, not uh, he's not an attacker. He's considered a support. Mm-hmm. As you said, he got the scoundrel tag. He does have a leader ability. 
and um, his basic. Sorry, smuggler. Does the smuggler tag? The smuggler. Ta- that's right. Scoundrel was was already there. Smuggler they added. There. Smuggler later. they added. Yeah. But uh, deal physical damage three times to target enemy on his basic. For each critical hit, call another random prepared ally to assist, dealing 75% less damage. Not bad. You know, 75% less damage does kind of suck. Depends how how well relic your uh, prepared scoundrels are. That's that is true. Yeah, I mean, if he calls if he calls young Han and you've got your young Han offense modded, it, it, that's going to hit like a truck. So, basic three times. That's that's going to take chew through a B one quickly. So so far, prepared scoundrels could be a counter to um to grievous. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll tell you about that. I've seen that. It's yeah. not great, but it works, but it ain't great. Well, if you need to get through something, especially if, let's say, oh, I don't know, if maybe you were invited to uh, speed GAC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could use Dash Rendar. And rather some than, prepared rather than the Bad Batch. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Use the Bad Batch for something else or on mm-hmm. defense. Yeah, that's a good point. So anybody that gets picked for the next speed GAC, you definitely want to going to want to you're going to want to use dash with prepared scoundrels against uh, um, a GG team. Yeah, um, his his special. Now remember, every time you use a different ability in a row. Dash will adjust his gun like he do- yeah. did in Shadows of the Empire, which is great. Um, deal physical damage to target enemy and dispel all buffs on them. So there you go. Once again, another another GG counter, in my opinion, because you can take off the damage immunity off of the Droidica. Mm-hmm. Stun them for one turn. The attack does 20% more damage for each buff dispelled. Hmm. Yeah, no, that I mean, that could work. I'm just trying to think of the. Um, I'm just trying to think of the buffs that uh, separatist droids would put on themselves. There, there wouldn't be a huge amount. Um, but the, the no, be- the Droidica getting all those buffs that they get. Mm-hmm. Um, when, Ooh, when I, tell they roll. I, t- I tell you what, it would do. I tell you what, it would do. Or oh, c- could you imagine what it would do to a Darth Re- the the the, uh, the Darth Revan team? Well, those are debuffs that they're putting on themselves, not buffs. No, 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 no. Think, think of, think of the buffs that get. Think of all of the buffs that get loaded up on the um, the Sith Empire trooper. Okay. Yeah, he gets uh, he gets advantage. He gets. Um, but are they he, are they strong the enough to get through the rest? Get through. Well, yeah, but through it's Malik. plus it's plus twenty percent damage for every buff removed so but that's just one unit that is the trooper yeah but it's an aoe isn't it deal physical damage to target enemy oh sorry i thought it was yeah. an aoe yeah i was about to say if it, if, if it was an aoe and you were getting an extra 60 percent damage just for simply removing three buffs from the uh sith empire trooper it could potentially yeah. um smash the pieces smash a dr to pieces zaz points out in chat that it's a droid stack killer in territory battles 
So yeah, maybe you're maybe your your scoundrels, your prepared scoundrels could very well become a viable team for uh for that. Crowlick too, thank you for the subscribe. We appreciate that very, very much. Um Alright, uh special two. And I use I loved using this in the marquee. Deal damage three times to all enemies. The first instance of damage dispels stealth and dazes for two turns. The second one inflicts defense down for two turns. And the third inflicts critical damage down for two turns. The attack cannot be evaded or resisted. So it's Ooh, three different nice. attacks that do three different status changes. Oh, that would be great against a new Dooku team. That would be brilliant. Again, that would that would be great against a new Dooku team, and it would be a great great against a, a more savage team. That exactly, exactly. His leader, and if this is um, in Grand Arena, um, it's even better. Oh God, yeah. Uh, scoundrel allies. Enter the battle prepared if uh, he has the Omicron. And protected allies gain an additional bonus based on their role. Attackers gain critical damage, tanks gain max health, and supports gain speed and potency both. Yeah. And, oh, when, oh, and yeah, whenever they, somebody becomes prepared, they also gain critical damage and offense up for one turn. Yeah. Um, L3, Vandor, Young Han, Young Lando are with with dash in the lead they're, oh my god they're gonna rain hell on um i mean obviously they're not going to be gl killers um but they are definitely going to be 18 killers so off you know all those off meta teams are really really going to have um uh, yeah. problems i i if, no marquee no marquee alone and I'm saying only Marquis. No Marquis alone should be a linchpin for GL killing. Yeah, I'd, I'd like. I mean, I did ask this. I did ask. Um, um, I, 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 I am curious about this. Um, I'm very because uh, you know. Here's the thing. One of the things that we that we um, you know we know that they base these um, synergies and we base everything. Of, of what they want us to use is that that's, that's going to be the testers testing in squad arena. Um, we don't know what that team is going to be capable of in GAC because the testers test, they're going to test everything. Well, they're going to test everything in squad arena, aren't they? Because that's where CG want all of their testing done. They do all of their testing in the fleet. Squad. Well, I mean, know, when they do new ships, they do it in fleets, fleet arena and squads they'll do in squad arena. You so, have somebody you can ask about that. You know, I could. Yeah, I suppose I could. Yeah, I, I, I don't like to ask Ranger about stuff like yeah. that because um, I'm not under an NDA and I, I wouldn't want him to slip. So I don't ask him about stuff like that. Um, but obviously, you know, the the, um, the the PVP stuff like GAC and the Territory War stuff, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I expect they could probably I mean, they might be able to test in Territory Battles. But I mean, you know, ultimately we know that. Or territory prior, wars, you mean? 
No, no, no. I don't think that they would. T- I, I think that. I don't think they have enough for to do a I, TW I don't, thing. Yeah, exactly. I I think that all of the testing is done in the arenas. So whether whether it's new ships or whether it's new characters, I think all of the testing is done there. So um, what the um, uh, the the proving ground from a player perspective, especially with this dash render, is definitely going to be this territory war. So anybody that went balls out on this, um, we should get some feedback on what the um, uh, what the dash render prepared scoundrels team really really is capable of doing is going to be this this territory war that is uh, that is on at the moment how far, um, how far did you get in the uh, marquee did you get uh, did you do the bonus tier not not no. the not the legacy tier but did you do the bonus tier no no i haven't activated or geared him up yet okay i've been told it's a couple of omegas and some tenacity mods and i'm i'm not I'm not wasting, I'm not wasting. I mean, I know, you know, I've been told that you can do it, just activating him, taking him away five and just taking him to gear eight. But I mean, even I am, even I'm not gear uh, wasting eight? that. Yeah. I don't think I took him to gear eight. Let me look. Let me take a look here. I, I think I only took him to like seven or maybe oh, even, okay. maybe even six. Well, I mean, if I could get away with taking him to six, then, you know, maybe... Maybe okay, I took him to gear. I took him to gear seven. Mm-hmm. I took him to gear seven, and I was able to do everything. Um, oh well, maybe, 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 maybe I will then. The big question um, I'm going to have for people that Th- are this uh, rated, uh, rated us just now. Thank you, oh, Thisk. Thank you, Thisk. So the big the question, big, the big question I will have, um, and it's going to be from people uh, after round one of 5v5, is I'm curious. It, it might not necessarily be a GL killer, but I'm wondering if it could be a GL mop-up, mopper-upper. Because that would be a relatively cheap squad. Because pe- people use, like, pe- people have used, like, you know, proper high-end A-teams to try and, ki- you know, clean up. GLs. I know, you know, I've had to clean up a ray before. Um uh, and I had to use my I had to use my um my JKR, my GMY and my Bindo just to clean up a ray. Um and that that was that's one of my A teams immediately gone um, that I then couldn't use on the back. Granted, my opponent put trash on the back, but if they hadn't, that's one of my 18 guaranteed wins gone because I had to use him to mop up. So it would be really, really good to know if Dash, with a couple of prepared scoundrels, is strong enough and capable enough to be able to say, let's say, for example, you know, let's say you 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 go in against a rate and raise the only thing left standing. It'd be great to know if that squad can clean up a GL. I mean, it's not going to be good enough to beat a GL team outright from the beginning, but it'd be great to know if it's a good GL mod. Because if if that if Dash if a relic Dash Rendar with a couple of high end, because most people have already got L three and Vandal at high end, it'd be great to know if if Dash with even those two and maybe Han and you know a weak Han and a weak Lando with their specials. Are you talking have, new, new Han, new Lando or you yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. young, okay. young Han and young Lando. It'd be great to know, um, or, or even, you know, even Rolo or bloody hat, you know, just, um, dash with Vandor and with L3 and a couple of your random useless relict, yep. um, light size scoundrels. It'd be great to know if that five man team that you wouldn't use for anything else, to beat a G- you, that you definitely wouldn't use to beat a GL. It'd be great to know if they can clean up a GL. 
Uh, by the way, uh, we have some reports here. Gear 4. Um, commission says Gear 4 will do. Dr. Feelgood uh, says he did it at level 50, Gear 5, in all abilities on first level. Wolf says Gear 6. I, I'm going to load it up automots. and do it. I'll okay. load it up and do it now. Okay. I will load it up and I will do it now. So do let's do that during the, during the, during the uh, break here we'll have in just a moment. Yeah. Um, and Hellenix is saying that requiring to activate Dash Randar to do the bonus tier uh, was BS. I don't think so. It's just a small hit. Um, it's, be, it's because it's because the rewards are Omicrons. That's why. Well, no, no, no. The they're talking about, and then he says forcing folks to buy shards to do the last one. Yeah, the last one was was super bad. But I'm I'm gonna put. I honestly think that giving a small nibble to the whales in this case it's only two omicrons but giving them a small nibble it's only two it's only two but remember you're going to need every single one of these legacy characters at relic five that that last that final tier is there for the whales and the krakens it's purely there for the whales and the krakens because it's only going to be the whales and the krakens that are taking him like arnold did because i watched arnold take his straight to relic five um because as each one you know they're going to they, they are going that all they're going to do the whales and the krakens they're just going to buy take him to relic five and they're going to do that with every single one of these four legends okay i i have uh he, he okay max level 85 gear level one is what run 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 dmvini just sent me a text showing me that he did it at gear one with max level 85 at three star. okay so 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 yes yeah. so i think I, I i think i'd rather take him to 85 gear level one than level 50 gear level four yeah but we'll see we'll give it well I'll tr- i'm gonna try the weakest first so i'm gonna try 50 gear one and then I'm going to creep it up during the break, and I'll let you know what the weakest okay, I needed so to do was. Here, here's, the, here's the way to do it. Just use basics to get through the first for, through the first part. And then when you get to the end, at the end boss, stun him, missile him, basic him. Right, okay. So, That's what I'm going to do. So that well, you'll do you'll do that during the break. Uh, the last thing we did not mention yet um, was that he does have a unique that does have a Zeta, where scoundrels will gain twenty percent max health, potency, and offense. And whenever a prepared ally lands a critical hit, all prepared allies gain two percent turn meter. Okay. So, and then obviously there's the extra bonus for the Omicron after the Zeta, which will only work in GAC, which will only work in Grand Arena. Mm-hmm. It did not say GAC. Maybe they'll make a small Grand Arena again. We'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> um. But we we did get told, and we we I mentioned this just now. They, there was a frequently asked question in the developer insight. What investment level does Dash Rendar need to be at in order to play the Starkiller event? You'll need all the 50th anniversary marquee units at Relic 5. Starkiller event is, of course, permanent. We found that out last week uh, when we talked to Crumb. But the fact that they all need to all be Relic 5. 
Yeah. All Relic 5. If you are going to 5-star so you can get the Omicrons, and then later on going and getting, you know, working your way up once they become farmable, which, remember, they're not going to follow the regular cadence. They're probably going to follow Piet's cadence where he'll be added to chromiums early. He'll be added, you know, he'll be farmable early. If if you're doing that, if even if you're, I'm not going to say minnow because minnows don't spend that much. But if you're, you know, a good largemouth bass <laughs> in the aquatic world. A largemouth bass. Yeah, if you're a largemouth bass and you've got five and, and you're five starring them so you can get the Omicrons, it's not that big of an investment. But of course, you're still spending money in a game. Spending 2,000, you know, not 2,000, what is it? Four units at $240 per, per unit. That's just under $1,000 on a mobile game. More power to you if you do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Ranger, Ranger average, he reckons it'll be about $1,200. It's, 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 it's working Including out. gear? Including gear, yes. But if you're going for just stars... It's under. It's just under a thousand dollars. Yeah, still, that's it, that's the, that's the thing though. If if you're going to, I'm gonna. <laughs> yes, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> Dinner's there. Dinner's so, here. Why why don't we do this? Since since you since uh you were told by the cutest little girl that dinner is <laughs> here. What I'm yeah. gonna do? We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about more about the dev insights and into more of everything that happened this week and then also get your evaluation of what sb crumb did when you read off your list thank you for the 100 bits hellenics right after these messages right here on the escape pod cast Hotbot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Followers, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking bot, after show access, 
inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Patreon leaderboard brought to you by the Patreons of The Escape Podcast. Are you not a streamer and can't be on GA Center because of that, but you'd like to be included in these GA Center style leaderboards? Sign up at patreon.com slash the escape pod and at the Kyber combatant level or higher. We'd love to have you on the boards. 5v5 is around the corner, so sign up today and get in on the fun. Let's get to it. Dark Helmet goes 2 and 1, 8 6, 4 8 in banners, 42 wins, 4 losses, 7 holds. Really good finish for Dark Helmet. Wasn't a 3 and 0, but a very, very high score. Dr. Jojo goes 3 and 0 with 9,329 banners, 48 wins, 5 losses, 12 holds. Nice job to Dark uh nice job to Dr. Jojo. Very very tough. Ed, he we need somebody to come beat him up. Join us, will you? Four strong goes 2 and 1, 46 61, 13 wins, 2 losses, 3 holds. Hot Sauce goes 2 and 1. 2,299 banners. That means the highest banner total this week does go to Dr. Jojo. 46 wins, 4 losses, 8 holds. And then, of course, me. I went 0-3 because I just joined. There was no way for me to get to a rhodium, so I just joined. I set some fluff so people could get some feats. Did my part to help out the community. There was no way. (laughs) So it is what it is. All right, the final boards for this season of 3v3. Dr. Jojo, 12-0 with 36,000 banners, 429 to be exact. Hot Sauce, if he would have went 12-0, he would have beaten him. 36,943 banners. Dark Helmet had a little bit of room to grow, but I mean, Dr. Jojo with three wins above everybody else. Who is going to stop this juggernaut? We'd like to see you, as I said. That does it for me this week. We'll see you guys in two weeks for the Patreon leaderboard for week one of 5v5. Join us. We want you join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC chain gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds alongside some of our best, including Mr. Jigabachi, Dr. Zeppers, Rico1982, and the Bounty Honeys. What is the Chain Gang, you ask? We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBees, hashtag 7465, or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. The Escape Pod cast. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Second segment 
we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> I, I've, I've been studying up on Crumb and I've been watching like lots of body language and poker channels on reading people's body language and ticks and stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, well, before before we get into that, um, let's go over the content update that dropped. Um, remember, everyone, that right now all dark side battles are double drops all mod battles on sunday and monday are double drops all fleet battles on tuesday and wednesday are double drops and then uh thursday and friday all cantina battles so that's when you're going to want to go for your relic material your signal mm -hmm. data uh, oh yes yes get definitely definitely want to get that relic farming in on that day so um we also got two new Omicrons released. If you have Valiant Spirit on Rose, Rose Tico will now do plus 10 offense for each exposed enemy. And when a resistance ally scores a critical hit, Rose Tico gains 10% uh, turn meter. That was the original Zeta. The mm -hmm. Omicron says while in Grand Arena, all other resistance allies also gain 10% offense for each exposed enemy, and they gain 5% turn meter when a resistance ally scores a critical hit. So, bringing in uh, veteran, uh, veteran Han, the double hit, two, two critical hits, 10% turn meter in addition to that. Not yeah, bad. If he yeah, uses right. the big sh uh, the the AOE, that's a possible twenty five percent. If it's a critical hit, yeah. Rose Tico is going to make those um, resistance uh, those relic resistance characters that people had to take up in order to um, you know farm for GL Ray so much more useful in GAC. Well, you, you put put it this way: you're you're not going to see them on defense in it with ray and praise much longer because you know it, especially in 3v3 the 3v3 ray and prey is ray with two relic resistance and then four relic resistance teams on the other wall just randomly put together usually fin fin po and then the others um but with rose tico it, you're with rose tico and one of those squads it's going to make the resistance more valuable on offense, especially for one shots. So uh, I'm happy with it because even though I'm not going to use it, I know people that have gone for Ray will use it on Rose. <laughs> it will make their offensive capabilities much more useful. And it's a unique. It's not a leadership ability. Yeah, exactly. So you can put Rose with any random team. So people will do the Ray team. Um, they'll probably do the Fin Fin Po with a couple of others. And then all those scrappy resistance teams left over. That's what wrote the squad. Sorry. All those scrappy relic resistance that don't have a home. That's what Rose is going to get put with. And it's going to make that team so much more capable on offense um, you'd think it would make it capable enough to knock out either a low A team or a high B team. 
yeah. um, which which it, which will just encourage people to not bother putting it on defense, but take it on offense with them, and they can then you know put something a little bit better on defense that that might strip a few more banners or might even get a hold. Well, let, let's also talk about the other side of that original GL farm. Captain Phasma got a huge update yeah. oh, for my. Territory Wars. Get ready for the Phasma Wars in Territory Wars. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. First Get Order ready. Allies, plus 20% potency. Gain advantage for two turns at the start. Can't be critically hit while they have advantage. Whenever an ally attacks, there's a 20% chance to call a random, random ally to assist, which is 60% if their attacking ally is First Order. If the ally had advantage, they regain advantage for two turns. Then, in Territory Wars, it's now 70% if it's an all-First Order team. Captain Phasma has 100, per, uh, 100 additional base speed. And whenever a First Order ally attacks out of turn, First Order allies recover 5% health and protection. Whenever a First Order ally gains advantage, they gain 10% offense that stacks for the rest of the battle and 7.5% turn meter beast. Yeah. Don't, did, did you, did you, did you, did you forgetting plus 100% speed? No, no. I said 100% base speed. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. That, that one. And oh my God, that 100%. It's just going to make, oh my God. It's just going to make it faster. It's just going to make just, yeah. Uh, so I, I do genuinely think that uh, I honestly think that maybe not every single person, but you know, the high level guilds that take um, territory wars um, as seriously as competitive gackers take GAC. Um, so I, I think you're going to get guilds basically saying, right, everyone's first Zeta goes on Phasma because we want to try a Phasma wall. Um, because a Phasma wall in Territory Wars is cheap. It's not something you would normally put on defense. But, if but every- it needs the Omicron. It exactly. needs the Omicron. And, and that's why I'm saying those high-end guilds are going to be instructing everybody, all 50 people in the guilds, put their first Omicron on Phasma so that they can make a cheap wall really, really I mean, my God, just facing one full wall of Phasma that have all got the Omicrons on, it's like, right, okay, instead of this being a GG wall or a Separatist wall, it's now going to be a Phasma wall. And then they get to take those GGs on offense against something better, you know, Um, because whereas the the Phasma doesn't have a lot of teams that it can counter, Phasma on defense with that extra speed and with all of those bonuses would make them more effective on defense, saving an entire wall of characters that would be able to counter um, more squads on yeah. offense. That and, and that's that's the that's the way I'm thinking about it. I do I think I think that they will do it. I, I genuinely think that's what will happen. <laughs> Run DMV just said a terrible joke. I'm not gonna touch it. If you want to see it, go watch Twitch. Uh, watch the Twitch replay. That's a terrible joke, Run DMV. But what I am going to mention is we are still waiting for more 
Omicrons that we already know, including a Chief Nebit Omicron, mm. the Run DMV Omicron, that I think <laughs> is going to be amazing. I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm I'm really, really hoping that the um I'm I'm kind of hoping that the the um the chief Nebit Omicron just gives you know it, it, I'm I'm hoping for a Usini bomb on steroids. Because an Omicron an Omicron is basically a Zeta on steroids. Um so you know I, it's I a Zeta want... on steroids when performing in a certain arena. Yeah, and if if <laughs> just can, can you imagine it's like you know this the, the Omicron puts I don't know. I think I know it. There'll be some action that makes it act like the, the, that makes the Jawas act like they do when they're fighting like Geos or if they're fighting Mon Mothma. It's just going to make like, um, I I think I know it. Detonators stack every time an opponent uses a basic or a spec. No, Neil, I I think I know what it's going to be. What do you think it's going to be? Whenever they attack, they also apply the thermal detonator. So not only getting hit in the face, they'll apply thermal detonators. When they do the face hitting, they'll apply the thermal detonators. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, I just... uh, And then something like that is going to be a nightmare on defense. And you're going to see walls of Jawas. um, Because (laughs) people... I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Could you you imagine what a wall of jars would look like in territory war? Oh my god! Or I mean, maybe maybe they don't necessarily do it in territory wars. Maybe Grand Arena. I think uh, I think that the I think that the Omicron for Jawas, um, Chief Nebit for Jawas, Hera Sandula for Phoenix, and Chief Chirper for the Ewoks are all going to be um, GAC bonuses because very very few people use those teams because they're easy you know the ewoks is an easy solo with nest um the phoenix are an easy solo with uh, you know with wampa and uh, you know let's be honest the jawas are an easy solo um i've used gg to you know i've used gg to solo solo them before so the omicron is going to do something to them that um, nullifies the solo and forces people to actually have to take a proper team in against them. So, um, Zaz says maybe they'll give Jawas a mass assist. So, oh, that, God, that like would a, be like a Jawa hive mind. A Jawa hive mind. <laughs> that would be a badass on Macron. Yes. <laughs> Jawa hive mind. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that covered everything that was that was out. Um, we do officially now have the half off hot dog bun. The hyperdrive bundle is now half off until I think they said the twenty eighth. Um, I did pick up the Galactic Anniversary Calendar. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that one for ten dollars. The one for ten dollars that uh, that does have the uh, droid brains, the keypads, the omegas. Um, I d- I did pick that up, so it's gonna give me a little boost towards relic nine when I finally decide to to take somebody to nine. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, other yeah. than that, of course, I did. I I go after marquees. I I don't I don't go crazy on crystals. Uh, you know the crystal packs, but I did take dash to four. Um, and all that. Have did you do dash during the break, or did you just go? Yes, get dinner? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did dash. So I took him to level fifty. I left him at level one. I I took I, I maxed out his uh, um, uh, I maxed out his first ability, and I just threw six mods on him. And yeah, I did it straight away. Yeah. So, there- so if anybody, it's, it's 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 cheap. You can get those six mods and those two, sorry, five mods. You can get those five tenacity mods and those omegas just by taking dash to fifty. Right, just take him to fifty. Don't put any gear on him. Um, you can only take his first ability to six, but then just throw six mods on him. Yeah, basic all the way to the end, and then just do stun basic, stun basic, stun basic, and you'll get those extra mods. And it's very, very cheap because yeah. it's only like four hundred and fifty thousand credits to take someone to level fifty. So yeah. yeah, it's less than half a million credits. So also another another quick thing is. Uh, somebody in, in Yavin 4 had said, so all you get for uh, the legacy tier is two Omicrons? And my response to them, plus you have a five-star dash, which, of course, gets you closer to Starkiller once it's finally time. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, on the subject of Starkiller. Yeah. On the subject of Starkiller, you need three more characters. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you reviewed the... You reviewed your reading of your characters yes. to Crumb. Yes, I did. And mm-hmm. you believe that you saw some ticks uh, or, well, I, or, or I, yeah. reaction upon yeah. certain names. Well, I mean, everybody. I mean, the, the, so so everybody said that there was there was there was a glint there with Mara. So I'm, you know, everybody said that in chat. So I I didn't. But so I started playing it all the way through, and there was a there was a big reaction from Crumb um, when I got to Corrin Hall. He he just you know he stopped looking in the camera and he just you know kind of reacted and went, "Wow, you've gone really really deep with these." Now the four characters. Up to and including, I did with Corin. I believe, I mean, obviously, this is 100% pure speculation. I think he reacted in the way he did because I hit the nail on the head with a couple of those names. Um, because let's if I gave him, I gave him 26 names. Um, I believe that all three of the remaining legends were part of those guesses. And the reason that I say that is because at the start of the interview, he said that nobody had guessed correctly on all three characters. He didn't say that at the end of our interview with him. So I'm taking the him not saying that and just saying that, you know, I, when I asked him how hot or cold I was, he said I was as warm as the inside of a tonton. I'm taking that as within my 26 guesses, I'd guessed right on all three. So the three remaining legends were part of that group of 26. Um, And then from watching just his reactions to me saying the names, he reacted very, very heavily to when I said Corrin Horn. And like I said, I think that's because just before Corrin Horn, I hit the nail on the head 
with a couple of the characters in quick succession. So it wasn't like one and he could keep his poker face and then a bunch of wrong ones and then getting it right and then a bunch of wrong ones. I think I hit the nail on the head with two in quick succession and that's why he reacted. So my revised guesses I'm going with, so I'm, I'm definitely going with Mara Jade, but I'm going with the four characters that I said before Corrin Horn. So I'm going with Keir Canos, who is from uh, Crimson, he is from Crimson Empire. It's a Dark Horse graphic novel. Darth Talon from Legacies, Admiral Dala from the Jedi Academy trilogy, and Corrin Horn from the same trilogy. So my, my five, I've whittled my 26 down to five. I'm going with Keir Canos, Darth Talon, Admiral Dala, Corrin Horn, and Mara Jade, based on the interview and the reactions that we got from Crumb in the interview. If I go with those, if I pick three of those that we are going to try, that, that you know, are going to be the official Escape Podcast guests, because we don't know who the other three are, I think Neil and I, you and I, can both say our official three, because we only get three guesses, Talon, Corin, Mara. Yeah. Or you could go with all of the... You see, see, I'm not sure. Corin Horn or Admiral Dala. I mean, Keir Canos is... I mean, you know, he declared himself emperor. After the emperor died, he declared himself the emperor. You know, the, 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 the remnants of the empire. You know, he was an, he was a, an ex-royal guard that basically declared himself the emperor. Um, that's from the stories. Um, so... Maybe, maybe not necessarily him. So Darth Talon, Admiral Dala, Corrin Horn, we'll lend it down to those three. I mean, I'm, I'm in two minds as to whether it would, because because I, the reason why I say Corrin Horn would be a great Jedi um, and you could throw an Omicron on him that assists all of the, um, the other Jedi because one of his special ability, he had... Um, uh, Corrin Horn had the, the one of the same special force powers that Vader had, which was energy absorption. Uh, the energy absorption. You remember when in the Empire Strikes Back, um, Han Solo fires the uh, fires his blaster at Vader, and Vader just absorbed the energy from those blaster bolts into his hand, and then he pulled the the blaster uh, out of Han's hand. Corrin Horn has that same ability, so you could have him as a tank on a Jedi team that could just make a bunch of leftover Jedi, like the worst type of timeout team in the world, because he would just absorb shots. But then I would also think uh, Admiral Dala because she's empire. Cause you've got like um, the magma, magma guard, um, the, um, the snow trooper that there's a couple of stragglers from an empire point of view that don't really get used that, you know, um, an empire character coming in with an Omicron could make um, those types of, you know, empire characters useful again. Make a um, smaller team useful. Yeah, yeah. Make it, make a small, you know, make a smaller team useful. Of course, so there's that, a large, there's a large aspect of empire, but you would have a viable additional yeah. empire unit. Yeah. And so, maybe uh, maybe they only work with Empire 
that are let's 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 keep let's keep our options open and yeah let, let's, five. let's let's absolutely let's let's keep our options open and stick with five because i i do genuinely believe well my before, th- then my three then your three because before i said kirkanos i said tag and pink and then we went all serious again so True. obviously tag and bink ain't come into the game as much you as nev- I love them you too. never know. All right, <laughs> we are we're out of time for this segment because coming up, we say goodbye to a very very dear friend, a wonderful content creator, Dylar will be joining us after these messages right here on the Escape Pod Cast. <laughs> Hotbot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena Tracking Box, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello there, Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Thad and The Escape Podcast for kids. Today we are going to talk about one of the most important aliens in all of Star Wars. Greedo. Just kidding. Today we're going to talk about none other than Grand Admiral Mithra Nerudo of the Chiss Ascendancy, the Galactic Empire, the Empire of the Hand, and Thrawn's Confederation. Now I know what you're saying to yourself, but Uncle Thad, didn't you already do a story time about Grand Admiral Thrawn? The answer to that is both yes and no. The last Thrawn I covered is what we know of the Chiss as he exists in the new canon, specifically from the TV show Star Wars Rebels. 
This week, we saw the launch of Timothy Zahn's latest Thrawn novel and final installment to the Thrawn Ascendancy series, Thrawn Ascendancy Lesser Evil. So today, I wanted to talk about who Thrawn was before he was reborn as the Thrawn we know today. So let's jump into the Millennial Fulcrum's DeLorean, crank that speed up to 88 miles per hour, and travel through the world between worlds to see the Grand Admiral Thrawn in his heyday. While Thrawn's first appearance was in the novel Heir to the Empire, the Chiss's first appearance on the timeline was in the novel Outbound Flight. At the time, Thrawn was the commanding officer of a Chiss fleet on the border of Chiss space and the Outer Rim. I don't want to ruin the book for you, but let's just say Thrawn captured some smugglers, blew up a hut, looked at some pretty cool artwork, and killed a Jedi. Not to mention thwarted the invasion of, uh, you know, a pretty brutal force. <laughs> but don't worry, guys. All of those people had it coming. Even the Jedi. We next see Thrawn in the Heir to the Empire series. At this moment, the Empire has fallen. The Rebel Alliance has become the New Republic, and Imperial warlords have divided much of the Empire's remaining strength into territorial factions vying for control. That's where Thrawn enters back into the picture. You see, during much of the final days of the Rebellion, Thrawn was in the unknown regions of space, hunting down pirates, trying to secure shipping in the area. Upon his return to lesser space, the Chiss began to enact his grand strategy to defeat the New Republic. One of the first things Thrawn does is enlist the help of the clone of Joris Sabayoth, a former Jedi Master and clone of one of the Jedi who died during the outbound flight mission. Thrawn promises Sabayoth that if he helps the Chiss take over the galaxy, the clone could have Leia Organa Solo's babies. Which, I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds pretty bad. Either way, Sabayoth agrees, and together they reestablish the secret cloning began by Palpatine himself. It was this secret cloning that gave rise to the Luke Skywalker doppelganger, Luke Skywalker, or to his friends, Luke Skywalker. In order for Thrawn to make good on his word to Sabayoth, Thrawn essentially puts out a hit on Luke Skywalker. That's the real Luke Skywalker, not the fake one. Luke runs a foul of a smuggler by the name of Talon Card and his right-hand lady, Mara Jade. You could think of Talon Card as a less Hondo Onaka version of Hondo Onaka, right? He's charming, he's suave, he's awesome, but he's no Hondo. And if you don't know who Mara Jade is, go look up her story. I won't ruin it here for you because it's pretty epic. And it doesn't deserve to just be simply summarized. Mara and Luke end up having to escape a firefight and ultimately work together to return to safety. Hijinks ensue, people get shot, and Luke and Mara Jedi are on the way to eventually falling in love and having little Jedi love babies. In part... That's Thrawn in Legends, and that's Thrawn in Legends in a nutshell. But before I go, I want to look at Grand Admiral Thrawn's kit in Swaga and see how it lines up. If you look at Thrawn's kit in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, the one thing that stands out is the concept of battle manipulation. One of the things that Thrawn does exceptionally well is understand his opponent and know how and when the right time to attack is. What's most impressive about his 
kit is just how well it has aged over the years. From his basic ability to manipulate, to fracture, Grand Admiral's command, legendary strategist maneuver ebb and flow, all of his abilities sync up perfectly to who Thrawn is as a character, both in canon and in Legends. Now, whether you know about Thrawn from old stories or from friends telling you about him, or whether you're new to his story from either Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, or just story time with Uncle Thad, Mithron Naruto is one of the greatest characters written in Star Wars lore. Personally, I have absolutely loved seeing this Chiss's rebirth into Star Wars canon. And if you haven't picked up the new books by Timothy Zahn, I highly suggest you go out and get them today. Now, I think there's a link around here somewhere, but I'll have to get back to the ship and figure that out. And with that, my friends, that is all I have for you this week. Stay tuned next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the Escape Podcast for Kids. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips and the Escape Podcastaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Podcastaways all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Receiving incoming transmission. Welcome back to this week's Incoming Transmission, everybody. Very, very, very special guest. Dialast Twilight Tactics is here. Paul, introduce our guest. I, I mean, we we talked to them 35 episodes ago. He was on episode 110 last, and we had a lot of fun. And we wanted to bring him back, but we didn't want to bring him back like this. Um, (laughs) Not like this, but Uh. he is one of the people. I mean, you literally, Dialar, helped Gate Girl unlock Jedi Knight Luke today because I linked to your video of Mm -hmm. Jedi Knight Luke. But he, he put out some of the very, very best 
unlocking guides and was a force to be reckoned with when it came to Grand Arena. We got to cover him in Grand uh, Grand Arena Center. Neil got to do that. Yeah, um, and four we have, seasons. One of the mm-hmm. one, one of the one of the original one of the OG season one competitors. Yeah, but unfortunately, we will be saying goodbye to him next week. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that he's gone just yet. So, oh no, no. Just when he thought he was out, we pulled him back in for an incoming transmission. Dylar, welcome back to the show. Thank you, gentlemen. Good to be back for one last time, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. just just put Paul um, Paul was pointing out your uh, your guides. Uh, I mm-hmm. actually. Uh, funny, funny story. I watched your gas guide. Oh, the P4 uh, one? Yeah, yeah. I watched yep. your P4 gas guide. It took me longer to watch your P4 gas guide than it did for me to do P4. Because mm-hmm. I well, thought it was going to be really, really difficult. So I'm like, okay, so let's. I'm going to sit. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to take some notes, and then I'm going to do it. And I went in, and I did it. But everything, I, you know, obviously... The, the, lined up. the gearing of your guide was considerably lower than what my um, characters were because my yeah. characters were all like Relic 3. Um, so there's me going overkill. and I, But yeah, I, so I watched it, to, you know, so I spent about 45 minutes watching and going over your guide, your people guide and writing notes. And then it took me 15 minutes to do the mm-hmm. event. I'm like, but, That's it, good, you know, though. but, but the, I mean, it, I went through it quickly. I still needed your kill order. You know, so it's like you must kill this first and this, mm-hmm. and then you move on to this, and you know, you make sure that you're because you know you had a very specific turn meter set in it. This yep. character has to go first, and then this mm-hmm. one, and then that one. So you know, taking the notes down, making sure that my mods, were, yeah. So uh, um, thanks to you, I did P four in one go. <laughs> Perfect. That's what I want to hear. Perfect. So Perfect. Great well, advertisement for that video. Although, although, although um, uh, you're, um, I'm trying to remember. You did do a P two one as well because it was your because your your yes I did your your P two one didn't work first time. Bad dialogue. It Aww. took me two attempts to do P two. So rough. Two attempts. I think I think I watched Ranger bang his head on that P two for eight hours, and you got it done in two attempts. That's that's so sad. Well, I speaking of gas, my my favorite memory so far of this game really still is unlocking General Anakin Skywalker because I did it underneath the Millennium Falcon at Galaxy's Edge. That's a pretty good memory. I I was I was standing in line for the flight of the Falcon. And I unlocked gas under the Falcon at Galaxy's Edge. It was the best memory that I could think of. So, See, it's those kind of memories, is, which is what makes the game special, right? Exactly. Stuff like, exactly stuff like that. And, and, of course, that Galaxy's Edge trip, thanks to Deneb and uh, and his, his partner, um, we had a wonderful time down there. So, once again, thank you for that. But, Dylar, let's... Let's talk. Let's All talk right. the set. Let, let's rip the bandaid off here. Mm-hmm. You have decided after you've been around since the beginning of the game, right? Yeah. February 3rd, 2016. So near, so near, a near few months from men get from beginning from day one. And you have been one of the go-to content creators for strategy, not for not. I mean, you're, Absolutely also entertaining, but your mm-hmm. strategies helped 
I'm I'm not afraid to use the word millions here. I really am not afraid to use the word millions. It's Um, a lot. And that's the biggest feedback is that people saying, well, what are we going to do for GL unlocks now? So I'm sure somebody else (laughs) will pick up the torch, but uh, those videos are still up. And I just at least thousands of people that have sent good messages saying thanks for that, that, that walkthrough got it done. No problem. Speaking of thanks messages, you just released a video today. Do you want to talk about it real quick before we go further? All right. So the first video that I that I, I launched yesterday was like basically the the video for me. Like it was my catharsis video, my reasons, you know, getting everything off of my chest, making all of my reasons public. But today's video was all about the people in this game. I, I think I labeled that video "Why We Play." Uh, May the force be with you. And it was all of the uh, just messages sent to me through DM through all over the servers. Like there was, there was some really heavy stuff sent to me. Like one guy sent me a message saying that it wasn't until I watched your goodbye video that I realized how much this game has negatively affected my life and my family life. And he told me at the end, he quit right there quit the game so oh wow it's and there was a few like that and it's like i didn't mean for it to have this like big heavy impact but for some people it did so uh it's kind of nuts it's it's, i kind of laughed because in the first hour i think it was like seven thousand views i'm like come on guys where were you this whole time (laughs) you know normal normal video gets like 400 views and then i say goodbye and all of a sudden it's blowing up so but uh, yeah, the one, the video today was all about why we play, which is the, the human connections we make in this game, which is uh, the hardest part to let go of. Uh, like I could not play the game tomorrow, but it's the people in it that uh, are the reason why we play. So that video today basically highlights that like just explicitly. It just, it's all, it's just messages from people to people that I've met. I've never met one in public never shook their hand, but I've had so much interaction online with them for the years. Some people that I haven't spoken to in like four years reached out to me and said, I really enjoyed five years ago playing in that guild with you. So, and I still watch your videos, even though I don't comment. So it was really special. You know, I might've been cutting a few onions when I was knitting that thing together. (laughs) (laughs) Now there is, you know, aside from problems that you feel are in this game, there's also a very, very big reason. Nev, I'm going to let you uh, let let you kind of. I'm going to lead you into that uh, comment slash question. So, what what are you uh, uh, what are you going to do? Um, what are your thoughts on moving forward with the chat? I, I do remember, obviously, you know, I watched that video that you put out, um, mm. and you are swearing off the mobile games, which yep. I think is great. Um, but you have said that you'd like to, you know, potentially in the future get into something that isn't mobile based. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, any thoughts on? Um, uh, 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 when we can expect the something something new and exciting from Dylar's Twilight Tactics? Okay, well, we all know that the uh, what the Knights of the Old Republic remake is coming out eventually, so I'm I'm gonna play that. But in the meantime, like there's some them some friends that I play or that plays Star Wars Galaxy Heroes that are into League of Legends, and people probably know the League of Legends TV show is out now, and I really enjoy that show. The animation is great. <laughs> it's it's adult. It's dark. So I'm like, I'm going to give League of Legends a try. So I downloaded it yesterday, 
and uh, started playing. And I kind of like it because you can like log on and like do a match and then that gets your fix and then you're done. And it's just mm-hmm. quick and simple. So I'm thinking League of Legends will be a good one. I don't know how popular that is, but I like it. Um, uh, there's a, I don't know how many of you know, Battlestar Galactica, that's <laughs> that, that franchise. Bears beats the, and Battlestar Galactica. There's Deadlock, which is, uh, <laughs> Deadlock, Battlestar Galactica Deadlock, which is set to, you know, the first Silent Long War, which is, it's a really in-depth, like strategy, 3D, three levels. Like it's like a real space battle. You got to like plan out in three dimensions, how you're going to attack. It's, it, it's a really cool game. I'd like to start playing that again since I never finished it. There's a lot of stuff I want to do, but uh, what I don't want to do is like when I looked at my phone uh, and checked out how many hours I put into Galaxy Heroes, it was like three and a half hours a day in game. And then, like I said, in my video, it just occupies so much mind space out of the game that uh, I want something that I can pick up for an hour and just put down and just be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how there's about something. Oh, I was, I was, I was just going to follow up with how about something fun with your, uh, how about something fun with your, uh, with your youngin. Right, oh, which well, which I was going to mention. You know, you're not doing this just because of the no, mobile games. Exactly. You're also wanting to spend time with mm-hmm. your daughter. Absolutely. It's so, a like, budding I, gamer. <laughs> yeah, well, she is, and and it's it, it really disappointed me when I'd play, I'd do video game related stuff all day, and then she'd be like, "Dad, do you want to play the Switch with me?" And I'm like, "You know, honey, I really don't want to. I just don't want to even think about video games anymore." And then I'd feel horrible about that. So, you know, she's got all these Switch games that I'd love to play with her. So that she's really big into Roblox, Minecraft. So there's there's tons of stuff that I could do, but I just need to spend more time like one on one with her, which instead of coming home, because I work long days with my job, it's like 11 hours minimum, usually 12. Then I come home and I'll tell her I'm going, daddy's going to the office. You're going to be okay. That had to stop. I, I felt really started to feel really bad about doing that. So, um, yes, we will we will definitely get into some games with my kid. Oh yeah, that was one of the things that me and my girls did. You know, I I pick I pick them I pick them both up from school. Obviously, I finished work. I pick them both up from school, and we get home and we'd flop down on the couch in front of the TV, and all three of us would decompress with either Minecraft or Halo, and we'd all all three of us were you know we're, we're playing together, and then when they realized that I'm kind you know, I'll just slide off to the side <laughs> and go and cook dinner. Um, and then, you know, while dinner's cooking, you know, sit down, continue playing. And, uh, uh, and then, yeah, we'd sit down, eat. And yeah, that was one. It, it definitely, you, you'll definitely enjoy that. You'll definitely, mm-hmm. definitely enjoy some daddy daughter time playing, uh, uh, playing video games um, uh, with your, uh, with your daughter. Cause like, like you said, you get back from work and the, a lot of the time, the first thing you want to do is you just want to decompress. So to be able to decompress with your daughter playing one of the games that yeah. she loves, because it's going to take, took me a while because, you you know, you, kids play different games to what, mm. you know, their parents play. So, uh, you know, it, it's a bit of a culture shock. It's like, what the hell is, so, so what, what, what's the purpose of this? Oh, you just dig dad. Why? Because I just want what you're digging up. Yeah, I can do that. End. What's the end? So, oh no, I'm just going to build something. Okay, so you just want to dig something up so you can build. Yeah, it's like all right. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Sure, I'll dig for an hour for you so you can build Mm something, and then they'll be like, "What? Look what I've come to. What I've built. Come here." See, Nev, I used to fish for like four hours at a time in World of Warcraft. You are going to love. I can dig like nothing. I'll I'll be just fine. You could fish. 
You can fish in Minecraft. There that are might br- that might bring back some PTSD. I don't know if I want to fish. Yes. In there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 because you don't just catch fish. You you catch all sort. You catch weapons and you catch all. Oh, sort. okay. You, you I'm cast in then. that rod. At, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you you can be like, oh, oh, sweetheart, I've I've got you this awesome bow that's got like the only required. It's got infinity. I've got you an infinity bow. Should, you you fish for you fish an infinity bow for her. Should be over the moon. Awesome. <laughs> yep. There we go. So you have done more than just Galaxy of Heroes um, on your YouTube channels. Um, mm-hmm. You also y- you're. You're darn good with finances, is is a way to put it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, are you are you looking that you might kick that back up? Yeah, that's on my list to do. Uh, of and you know that might actually take over uh, before any other video game content takes over because that's something that like I already kind of got a, <clears throat> a little bit of a plan in my head about how I want to approach it for like uh like Monday to Wednesday Friday content just something I could uh do a quick 30 minute episodes here and there it, yeah I really want to do that because I have a, a channel that's been mothballed that I started and then just st- my uh, Star Wars Galaxy Heroes channel just took over all my content creator time so I would definitely like to uh to revive that content uh, down the road it, it, for sure so that might actually take uh, precedent over uh, video game content. Now, is that what you do for a living or you just, you just like Bitcoin? No, well, no. Like I've been into personal, personal finance since, okay. uh, since I was 36. And like, that's like, if you, if you ever were got a full hold of my phone and you looked up to and pulled up my YouTube, all of my YouTube recommended would be star Wars content, uh, finance content, crypto content, and then movie content. That's all the video recommended videos would be. That's it. So speaking of movies, and then I'm going to hand over to Nev. Are you going to see Afterlife this weekend? My yes, if I if if I can, we will. My daughter wants to see that one, so uh, yes, I will be going if it's available in my uh, local area. Oh yeah, so same here, same here. This is definitely on my list. It's, it's on my to do list without mm-hmm. a doubt. We're we're planning on all watching it this weekend so that we can talk about it on going nerdy this weekend hopefully yeah. fingers crossed sunday if we're all available i'll have to sneak her out of the house because she's currently on a COVID quarantine so ah uh, uh, well mm-hmm. yes sneaky be sneaky well be oh, yeah, stealthy like be s- like a sith i'm gonna say be safe but that you know right. that's that's me so um what what do you want to do other than the finances, you know, you've you've talked about that. Is there any other things that you have planned that you have always wanted to do with your your channels that you do? With my channels, no, not so much. More, more of my plans are going to be outside of uh, the internet. I guess, like, I, I really have been neglecting some stuff to do around the house. I want to build a home gym in my basement. Uh, okay. I want to do a bunch of renovations. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I want to do outside of, of the game or outside of the internet first. So that'll probably be higher up on my priority list. So it'll be family, home, health. Then I'll look back into side projects that are outside of my day job. So I, I do have one thing to ask. Obviously, you know, your account is legendary. 
um, die last three like tactics. That's uh, big. It's a big old account, 8.7 mil GP. Now, yeah. originally, mm-hmm. originally in your video, in your farewell mm-hmm. video, you said that it was just going to gather dust. You were just going to mothball it. Yeah. However, things have changed, haven't they? They have. Uh, why don't you illuminate the, uh, uh, illuminate the listeners to uh, how those things have changed? So it was, it was just kind of a weird how it happened. So what was I doing? I was, uh, you lost night i think it was last night i was just my plan was to just to mothball it right but then there was something like just nibbling at the back of my head saying you know if you keep this account you're going to be tempted to come back you're going to be tempted and it's going to you're going to hear some stuff and you're going to be like i'm just going to log in and just look and then you know how that goes and especially if darth talon comes back yeah exactly so then I popped on, I can't remember who I was, I was, I was just, I just popped onto Twitch. I was just like, who's on right now? Because uh, GAC center was, I was, was coming up and I was like going to scroll and uh, Fortmore was on and I, I popped into Fortmore's stream and Kate was on talking and then I got to thinking, I'm like, Kate's got a small account. I bet you, you know, this would be a good Christmas gift. I bet you I should just give it away. And she was just the first person I thought of and mm-hmm. just, I just threw it out there and she said she wanted it. So it's now going to somebody that's going to use it and it'll, it'll live on instead of dying a, a withering death. And, and, you know, the bounty hunter bounty honeys are very, very close to us. So this brings me joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this really does bring me joy to hear that, um, that the account will live on. The account will live yeah. on and that it's going to someone close to us. And they're going to appreciate it is another part that just makes me very, very excited to see what she's going to do with it. There's only one downside to this, though. From what I hear, it may be going to Maw, which if you know the rivalry between Shadowlands and Maw, it's big. So that kind of. Hurts me a little bit, but I just gotta let it go. I just gotta let that go. Thane, you be good. Hadastra, you be good. Uh, all right, they'll but take no, care of her. You know, that, I know. You, know that, you know that they'll take care of her. Yeah. They'll definitely, they'll definitely look after her. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Neil. Um, it, it, do you have? Uh, we are coming up on the break here. Do you have any? Final questions for uh, for Dylar here. No, he's all yours. If you have if you have any more. All right, Dylar, I want to give you. You know, I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit a stopwatch or anything, but I want to give you the floor. Anything that you want to say to the community that you, that maybe you haven't been able to say yet, or something that you want to repeat. Um, you you have the floor, and. Uh, just tell me to push the button when you're done and we'll move on to uh, to the latest episode of Hellion the Noob. All right, I'll keep it simple. So first of all, I got to say thank you to the community just for all the memories. Like I've said, the community is what truly is the reason why we play this game. So that for, first and foremost, thank you to all of you. Secondly, if, if, if it's starting to cause any negative ramifications in your real life, maybe take a step back, maybe think about it a little bit more. Um, other than that, just enjoy, be good to each other. I think that's about it. Really? That's all I got. But again, thank you to everybody. It's been a great ride. All right. Well, we'll see, we'll see you. We'll see you in the service. We'll still be able to. 
Oh, absolutely. Like all that spare time at work that, uh, the, the dead time when I can log on, I'm going to be posting you, you, memes you, you, all be, over the you, place. Exactly. You'll be chatting with all the other old farts that have retired in, by the water cooler. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> all right. We'll be back. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans. Be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena Tracking Bot, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. And And now now time for something something completely shameless. An arbitrary amount of time has passed since we were last in the presence of our petulant protagonists. The space mystic shaman, my man, the blowhard cartoon Hellenics and the calamitous droid N00B have arrived at the former Jedi Temple on Coruscant, which now serves as the headquarters of our exalted galactic overlord, the illustrious TC-14. We pick up our story as these three slackers are faced with the galactic capital's latest automatically deployed defensive measure, a never-ending barrage of intrusive in-game pop-up ads. Let's see how this dastardly trio plan to get out of this one. Newbie, look out! I've got this. Meatbag. Oh, too easy. We're almost through to the vestibule. Keep pushing. I can't stand these damn pop-ups. They're almost overwhelming us, Hellenix. At this rate, we may... Never reach. The building's interior. And we simply must confront TC-14 before the season ends. Noob. Yes, Hellenix? How's about a little less talking and a little more... Aggressive negotiations, huh? Being aggressive in these situations is often helpful, Larconian. But in this instance, we should perhaps consider alternatives. (sighs) TC-14 is obviously trying to slow us down, but she may not be trying to eliminate us. Our goal should be to get through this quickly, negating any advantage she may be gaining by stalling us. 
Maybe we should try <gasps> something different. Wait, I know, Lennox. Maybe if we tried accepting one of their offers on one of these pop-ups rather than trying to... Destroy them. Then perhaps they'll stop appearing? Nobi, are you serious? Do you think the SSP devs have programmed these pop-ups to go away after you accept one? <laughs> Obviously, you haven't been paying attention, droid. <laughs> yes, noob? I don't care what you think. My idea is a good one. I'm going to... Buy one. ...of these packs and test my theory. If you click buy on one of these blasted pop-ups, I'm gonna fry your circuits instead of theirs. You know what, Hellenics? You're always telling people that they're individuals and they can... And should... ...do whatever they want. But the moment they want to do something... You disagree with... You threaten to destroy them. Nope. I'm just telling you how I'll react if you sabotage my plans. You still have a choice. And if you get in my way and slow me down, well then... So do I. Both of you need to stay focused on the goal at hand. I'm just trying to offer alternative solutions to our... Current dilemma. Mr. Shaman, sir. Hellenics is just being an ass. If your solution doesn't solve the problem, noob, then it's not a solution. Spartan. What's up, Shaman, my man? I have an idea. What's that? I can pull an old Ben. Explain. We don't... Have time... For this. We can't keep wasting time explaining all of these never-ending code words, movie references, and off-color innuendos to our audiences every few minutes and multiple times per episode. We must... Keep... Moving forward. There's less than two episodes before we wrap up this entire saga, and we're running out of time. Relax, newbie. The victorious Viking might be onto something, and our audience actually needs to make sense of our nonsense if this episode is gonna make sense. Anyway. <laughs> Aren't you the one who always goes on and on and on and on about how smart our audience is, Holonix? Are you now saying that they aren't smart? Not at all, droid. I think our audience is amazingly intelligent. In fact, I think they're certifiably brilliant. They possess super high IQs from what I've gathered. They understand all of our references, jokes, and innuendos. They're quite literally the best gamers around. And... They're also some of the most charitable people to have ever existed, which makes them all doubly amazing. And coincidentally, they're damn good looking too. As a matter of fact, they're the best looking people this galaxy has ever seen. Scientifically speaking, of course. Brown-nosing Hellenics. Yes, but I'm also speaking the truth. All right, enough with the audience ass-kissing already. We've wasted more than enough time on this. Let's go ahead and pull an old Ben so we can move on. Awesome! Let's do this. Well, what's the problem this time, Larconian? Are we going to do this or what? No, oh, jeez, Hellenics. You don't know what Shaman means when he says... Pulling an old Ben. Do you? What? <laughs> Me? Ah, come on. Of course I know what he means. Shoot. Man, seriously, I've pulled a thousand old Bens in my day. As a matter of fact, they used to say I pulled old Ben better than anyone else on Corellia, thank you very much. 
I guess I walked right into that one, didn't I? Mr. Shaman, sir, Helix has... No idea. ...what pulling an old Ben means. I guess you're gonna have to explain it. <sighs> All right, Spartan. Here's the plan. You and the droid move off to the side. I then draw all the pop-up ads towards me. I engage all of them in battle. While they're distracted, you two run up that elevator, get in, and move on. This allows you, and the story, to move forward while I sacrifice myself like any good, wise, noble sage must do in this type of situation. In other words, we pull an old Ben. You know, like in Star Wars, when old Ben dies fighting Darth Vader, and while distracting the stormtroopers, allowing Luke, Han, and Leia to escape aboard the Falcon. Pfft, come on, I totally knew that. I just wanted you to explain it to the audience. Right. Anyway. Well, let's move on already. <clears throat> let's do this. Old Ben Maneuver, go. All right, guys, I'm distracting them. Go, now. Come on, noob. We only have a short window to pull this off before the pop-up ads realize this is just a ruse. Let's go. I'm coming. I'm coming. I am coming. Wait, wait. Come on, you bastards. I could take you all on. Pop-up ads ain't got nothing on me. Noob, get in the elevator. What are you waiting for? The shaman. Those ants are overwhelming him. We must do something to help him. Ah! No! No! Noob! I said get in the elevator. Don't let Shaman and my man's sacrifice be in vain. Run, boy, run. What floor? The executive penthouse suite on the top floor. And step on it. There is no executive penthouse suite, pal. This is an administrative building, not a five-star hotel. If you don't know what floor you want to be taken to, I suggest using the stairs. Fine. Take us, I don't know, upward, all the way to the topmost floor. Take us to TC14. Will the alien elevator operator assist our two remaining fugitives in their quest to confront the mighty TC14? Will the victorious Viking shaman's selfless self-sacrifice have been made in vain? Will the noob turn on his former master when in the presence of the droid he previously resurrected? Will cartoon Hellenic suffer a betrayal he previously thought was impossible? Is all of this just blatant foreshadowing? I don't know. To see the absurd conclusion to this season, make sure you... Stay tuned to the escape pod. Wait for it. Cast every Friday night so you never miss a single episode of Helly and the Noob. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. We do actually get to do a, uh, a patron's choice this week. Obviously, we had Crumb on last week. And when you've got Crumb, you just want to keep hold of him so that you can, you know, ask the, 
the questions and try and pry some kind of information out of him. So we've got, we do have a Patreon's Choice this week, don't we, Paul? We do have Patreon's Choice this week. But before we get to Patreon's Choice, um, I am going to remind uh, remind them that if you are a Patreon, throw a question in there. If you're not a Patreon, but you have Buku channel points, uh, feel free to submit a fourth segment question with your channel points, and we will get to that in this segment. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into Patreon's choice, though, Neil, just yesterday, they uh, StarWars.com announced mm-hmm. that Dark Horse Comics will be doing will be doing official Star Wars comics, comics. Like, yeah. within yeah. within canon. Yeah, I saw the I saw the announcement. I, I was I was uh, for, for for me it was kind of a it was a yay uh, situation for me um, because massive massive fan of of Dark Horse, not just of Star Wars. I, I have been a fan of Dark Horse since the eighties. You know, right? Yes, I'm showing my age here, uh, <laughs> but I have been I have been a fan of Dark Horse since the eighties. Um, because before Dark Horse, um, before I started reading the Dark Horse Star Wars stuff, um, I was reading the Dark Horse Aliens and Predator stuff. Right. So you know, from you know, from from the uh, from the late eighties. So big, big fan of Dark Horse because um, you, you know the the stuff that they did for uh, the stuff that they did for Twentieth Century Fox um, regarding Aliens was brilliant. You know, they'd be like, oh, we want to do this story and this story and this story. And 20th Century Fox were like, yeah, that's, that sounds great. Crack on. So did, now, did they, wasn't Tag and Bank Dark Horse at one time? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. was rebranded. Um, it was rebranded by Marvel. Yeah. Um, well, well, it, it was rebranded in the in the trade in, in the um, the trades. Yeah, it was re- it was rebranded. It was rebranded in the uh, in the trades. But um, uh, yeah, Dark Horse were really Dark Horse are really really good um, with you know with multiple different IPs. You know, so multiple different IPs would you know would, would get in touch with Dark Horse, and Dark Horse would come up with some ideas. Go back to the you know the owners of the IP and say, okay, so we've got this 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 and this for you, and they'd be like, look, you know what? Yeah, that sounds great go ahead and crack on. And the reason why I'm a, you know, I was yay at the start was because obviously Lucasfilm got in touch with Dark Horse and I was yay. Um, They're going to say, right, go away, come up with some ideas and come back to us like Dark Horse normally does. But that's not the way that this is happening. What has happened on this occasion is Lucasfilm has gone, okay, we want you to do this, just this um so go away and do some stuff and and bring it back to us so you know whereas their really really good stuff was um them being told we would like you to do some of this and they'd be like okay so we've got these stories um what do you think and then it would be published it's completely the other way around it's ass about you know it's ass about foot so lucasfilm are saying we want you to do some high republic stuff and that's it. So, and and I'm a little bit disappointed in that, not just because it's the High Republic, because I, you know, I read a couple of the High Republic comics. I read the first two. They weren't for me. 
but not every comic strip is for everybody. You know, comics are kind of hit and miss. Um, uh, a perfect example of that would be uh, didn't so much like the 80s Batwoman, loved the 90s Batwoman. You know, it's six of one okay. and half a dozen so, of the other. So, but, so but here, here's, here's the quote from the article. Beginning in the spring of 2022, experience adventures in every era from the High Republic through the rise of the First Order. So they aren't touching anything that's in the sequels. They're going to the rise of the First Order. So High Republic through the rise. That's, yeah. I mean. It's, 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 it's still, and this is my issue. This, this, is where I, this is where I'm kind of concerned. And this is where I take issue is Lucasfilm are already handcuffing Dark Horse. They're not just saying to Dark Horse, go away and come up with, you know, you, you know what we've been doing, you know what movies we've done, what TV shows we've done, uh, what books have been released under Lucasfilm, everything, you know, go away, come back to us with some great stories and we'll, we'll go on from there. So instead of just doing with Lucasfilm what most people do with Lucas, sorry, instead of Lucasfilm doing with Dark Horse what most people do with Dark Horse, which is say, we'd like you to do us some stories. And, and you know, you've got all of this era, all of this, all of these timelines and all of these areas go away and do something and come back to us. Lucasfilm are saying, we want you specifically to do the High Republic and the rise of the First Order. No, no, it's through. It says every era. So it's not just those those times, Neil. Well, I will wait and see. Uh, I, I'm I'm wary because I'm I'm that, that as much as I love Dark Horse because oh my god the, the the stuff that they put in their books is just oh their alien stuff their Predator stuff their Star Wars stuff from the early nineties their the, you know the Dark Empire the Crimson Empire stuff they did just still sticks with me you know it really 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 does um i mean one could argue that um episode nine of the sequel trilogy was um uh, uh you know was um not i'm not going to say stolen but um uh elements of it were taken from the dark empire because the whole premise of the dark empire is the emperor lives on through clothes he lives on through clothes um and obviously you know the you know the emperor shows up in episode nine and he's a clone of himself and he's just been passing himself through clones in order to survive to the sequel trilogy um so you know that that's that's the legacy that dark horse has um through their storytelling of Star Wars in the Dark Horse comic books you know you go all the way back to the beginning of the 90s and a comic where Luke Skywalker is fighting, you know, a clone of Emperor Palpatine. And, and it was a brilliant sequence of comic books. You had Dark Empire, Dark Empire 2, and Empire's End. And just, I, I would just go out and read them. I just, I just awesome. hope, I really hope that the art is going to be as pleasing to the eyes as the Marvel stuff. Because there's stuff that you see in DC comics. DC varies greatly depending on the artist and the inker. But Marvel has always been 
at least to me, something that I can I can look at the look at the image and read the read the blurbs and and all that and enjoy. But I tried to read the latest uh, Batman Fortnite one shot that they did, and the art was just so off that I could mm. not get behind. Well, that, yeah, exactly. So you know, you, you you can have a great story, but the panels can be inked so poorly that it takes away from what could potentially be a great story. So I just hope um, Dark Horse does stuff that's pleasing to the eyes this time, because we know that Dark Horse can sometimes put out crap. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. Not every, not everybody, uh, not not everything is a banger one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. You know, with the books, with the comics, with shows, with movies, not everything is going to be a banger. Um, but as long as you know the majority of that body of work contains bangers, you, you're you're happy, you're content. Aren't That's you? that that is very true. All right, let's get to the Patreon's questions. Let's see. Uh, where was my totally not fake Michael Bay quote, Paul? Uh, that was my fault, uh, Hellenics. I thought that, as I said in the chat, there was a new ending to the Hellion the Noob skit, but um, I did forget to to change the file name. So that one is on me. I will fix that in post, uh, and we'll uh, we'll get that out there. Uh, right now, our um, our only Patreon's questions are from Zaz. Question number one, if Crumb were to be cast in a Star Wars movie, what occupation would his character have based on his appearance? I'm going to go with Imperial uh, uh, Media Relations Officer. I, I would say he'd be a slicer. Okay. All right. Uh, number two, do you have traditional stuff on your Christmas trees or do you like to go weird and exotic? Both traditional. See, I've got, uh, I've got tinsel, tinsel and bubbles. I, I've got that. I, I don't have the tinsel. I have, uh, I have some nice lights this time around, but we do have some Lego ornaments on there. <laughs> we do. I do have my duck. I have my cardinal, which goes to traditional. The duck is, is something that, you know, I, I have ducks in every single room of this house. There are, Seven within eye shot of this of my seat in the studio, um, and then um, we've got Doctor Who ornaments, and we've got traditional, just standard silver ornaments. So, um, what is your opinion of the Wheel of Time series that came out on Amazon today? I haven't seen it. Can't not tell you. It, yeah, not yeah, watched not it. Watched yet. it. No. Yeah. I have seen a tra I've seen the trailer once. But I, I must admit, I haven't. I, I've been so preoccupied with getting ready for Ghostbusters Afterlife and Dexter that I haven't really thought about anything else, to be perfectly honest. Yep. All right. And uh, what was for dinner, Neil? That's what Zaz asked. Oh, there wasn't, there wasn't anything for dinner. There wasn't anything for dinner. It, it, it was it, my, my niece made the mistake. Everybody else was eating dinner. I wasn't. <laughs> well, what are you going to have for dinner? Oh, nothing. I'm, I'm just going to skip dinner tonight. I might have a sandwich later after there you the go. after show. Well, a sandwich during the after show. Uh, and then he also says, thank you for my birthday shout out last week. You're very, very welcome, Zaz. So uh, he, he says that he's not impressed by the Wheel of Time series. 
So okay, not impressed at all. I'll just have to. It, like I said, it's it, the the wheel of it's not even on my radar at the moment. Afterlife, Dexter, and then next month it's all Book of Boba, Cobra Kai, and The Witcher. So the wheel of time isn't isn't even on my radar at the moment. <laughs> so there is a week off for Grand Arena Center this week. Well, yeah, we always have a week yep. off, don't we? Cause, yep. Yeah, yeah, we always have a week off during the break. So, uh, yeah. You got anything but, but, planned to uh, to compensate, if you will? Well, no, because I'll still be doing GAC, won't I? Right, but I didn't know if, you know, maybe maybe thir- Tuesday or Thursday, you'd be playing some more Drunk Lemmings coming up. No, no, nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that. I, I need to start making preparations for the 3rd of December, two weeks What's going on in the 3rd of December? I'm moving out of the basement into the new place. Congratulations. You guys closed on the house then. So, yeah. So, a couple couple of weeks from now. Yeah. So, so, yeah, two weeks from now, it's going to be like an exceptionally busy week. um, Because the last thing on my mind, the, the last thing I'll be doing is setting up the studio. So yeah, that's <laughs> what, 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 what I do and when I do it, it's going to be all over the place. So uh, yeah, it, it, it might just be, you know, me in front of the laptop with, you know, what I've got hanging behind me at the moment until I get the studio set up. But uh, yeah. So, oh, I'm, I'm extremely excited for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, nice on on behalf of all the Padawans, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we're all excited for that. It'd be fun. It'd be nice to get out of out of the basement and into my, you know, out of my sister's basement and into my basement. Yeah. Well, you'll always remember. Remember the third of December. Yes, I will. I, I, I stole. <laughs> I stole that from Hellenics in chat. So, um, anything else that uh, that you will be working on um, in this time frame? You know, I, no, I know we're, we're talking about possibly doing a uh, geeking out with going nerdy. Yeah, but ho- hopefully we'll be hopefully uh, geeking out with going nerdy so that we can talk about afterlife, my GACs, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I'll, I'll w- w- once once you know once everything's kind of like packed up and squared away here, um, and and you know all of the stuff's moved over to the others. I'll be able to think of you know. I'll be, I can I can return to something a little bit more uh, what it was before because I can hook up the new rig at the new place. I'm looking because I can I'll be off the Wi-Fi and I'll, I can get back onto a hard line, which I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah, because Wi-Fi is so unreliable. <laughs> I I hate having to do everything on Wi-Fi. The amount of times that I've lost streams from doing GAC. Yeah, the, 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 so uh, yeah, it'd be nice to nice to do that. And I am looking forward to doing. Um, I am looking forward to doing the GAs on the old. I'm I'm really really looking forward to getting stuck into some Div Two GAC. Really looking. Forward I to hope that. we face each other. That you know that's people want to people want to see as much as they want to see uh, Solo and Zareth go after it after each other. Just think, you inexperienced with a Div Two account, and mine that I know like the back of my hand. Well, you'll just we'll just put the allo code in 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 the bot and, and see how close we are. Cause you know, if we, if we're not close, it's never going to happen yeah. because especially if you're ahead of me, cause if you're ahead of me, then me catching you is never going to happen. Cause obviously it's now free to play account. Nothing's going to get spent on it. 
we'll we'll have to we'll definitely have to see go go do that and we'll we'll tell people in the after show which we're which we're gonna have here shortly um neil ed thank you again um you know we're we're gonna be doing a show on the day after thanksgiving next week but i do want to take a moment to tell you what i am thankful for and i'm thankful for you as my co-host i i wouldn't have it any other way mm-hmm. same I, here I mate same here i appreciate it uh, even though we don't do thanksgiving well yeah so it's, uh, there, I've, I've put i've put i've put the allo code in general in the production so you can you can check it out sometime excellent well all you uh, got to do is add, do the do the whole ga thing and add your allo code in there and, and you'll see how close <laughs> we are sounds like a plan so um <laughs> commission says uh, give me your free to play card because it's punched on that no, div 2 it's account. not punched because I still haven't spent I've not spent a dime in the game <laughs> I haven't spent a dime in the game and I, I won't spend a dime in the game so my, my free to play card will never be punched ever never ever 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 even if I won the lottery and had like thousands in disposable income still wouldn't go pay to play so I'm, I'm not calling it pay to win anymore. It's pay to play. I've changed it. It's not pay to win. It's pay to play. <laughs> All right. Um, and lastly, um, as this is the show before Thanksgiving, Neil and I are both thankful for all of our listeners, viewers, chatters. Without you guys, there would be no us. We thank you for supporting us for the past it's almost been three years, Neil. Almost. Oh yeah, three yeah. Years. It, it has. It's been a while. It's been a few. It's been a fair few years. So it has been a fair few years. So, um, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, and we love each and every single one of you. So we're gonna find somebody to raid uh, once we've uh, once I've started the outro. Possibly thinking I'm gonna send you guys to Pimpy. So. But if you're a Patreon or a sub, we'll see you in the after show. That does it for us. Neil, any final words? No, good to go, mate. All right. Be nice to each other, damn it. What am I supposed to do now? Push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog. (laughs) 